0: And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer, right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today, Dr. John Vance.
1: Glad to be here, Dan.
0: Well, you know, um, I'm not a lover of roller coasters, but uh, this week has been like a roller coaster emotionally for a lot of people. Um, We just came through a very important election. And uh, a lot of things are at stake um, pertaining to freedoms and our financials and our moral fiber of our country. And um, the election came out, and it turns out that Barack Obama has won.
1: Yes, true enough, (laughs) true enough. I um, got a call from a man um, the next day after the election that Mm -hmm. has never called me before in his life. He's probably attended my church maybe five, six times in his whole life. Hmm.
2: Uh,
1: but he called me up and he said, Pastor, I I need someone to encourage me. I hope you have some words of encouragement. I feel like that all is lost. He felt down. He felt down. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of Christians who who may very well feel the same way, Um this program, in some ways, is kind of a post mortem if you will <laughs> for many Indeed it is for many yeah but uh, uh, we, we we have to refocus I remember during
0: the results coming in, I was texting back and forth to a Christian buddy of mine, and um, we both started to get kind of a funny feeling in our stomach, mm-hmm. you know part way through, and of course i 'm revealing you know my my bias there, but that 's okay I mean, we love this country and we love what. America stands for, and uh, we have only the best of intentions, in the sense of a post-mortem. What would you uh, describe as what happened uh, this past Tuesday?
1: Well, just simply from a descriptive standpoint, uh, what happened was that more people voted for Barack Obama than voted for Mitt Romney. Mm -hmm. And what is interesting is the breakdown of that vote. If you look at the breakdown, and there are many now being published, I think the New York Times has published a mm-hmm. breakdown, and yep. I know that uh, Fox News has published a breakdown, and uh, I know that uh, NPR has mentioned something about it. Yeah. But if you look at it, you will notice that uh, nearly 97% of uh, African Americans or blacks voted for Barack Obama. So there was racial identity mm-hmm. there. Hispanics I believe, due to the being afraid uh, of the Republican Party, voted over 70% for Barack Obama. Oh yes, And Asians, believe it or not, voted for yeah. Barack Obama in the majority, which kind of surprised me. That one did surprise me, yeah. But this is even, uh, I think, more of a problem in the long run. Women, uh, particularly single women, and let me say upper class women with higher educations Mm -hmm. are voting uh continually voting for big government right and whoever represents big government they are voting for but what is shocking is that well many protestants stayed home we'll talk about that but many protestants stayed home evangelical protestants stayed home Mm -hmm. and it's clear that many Catholics do not follow the lead of their church. I'm talking in great numbers. They're voting against what the church stands for. They're voting against uh, uh, life. Uh, They are voting for uh, same-sex marriage. And um, it it is a problem, I believe. I was overseas four years ago prior to the election. I was in Thailand with my daughter. Uh, We went scuba diving. And also I was studying some Asian art. But when we were in Bangkok, we had people coming up to us uh, wearing Obama stickers and hoping that, that all of America would elect him.
0: That's fascinating.
1: There is a worldwide uh, identification with Barack Obama because he represents, uh, if you will, the minorities, however, the minorities outnumber mm-hmm. them. <laughs> sure, sure. The majority, so to speak. Uh, the, but it's exactly. true in every country. Huh. Even in Britain, and, and I think I know some reasons for that. They're not very noble reasons. Now, um,
0: this is under the heading of what happened, and I, I wanted to point this out, and that was um, there's quite a divide in our country right now. You know, it's basically 50-50, a little bit more for Barack Obama, but uh, the worldviews are quite divergent. It's, and, it's
1: a clash of worldviews and culture.
0: And I feel it's, um, it's, it's more of a stark feeling i get this time around and maybe some other times that we've pitted class against class race against race and it didn't
1: have to be that way you know pat buchanan when he ran for president many years ago talked about the culture wars Mm -hmm. he was roundly denounced but whatever he said then has actually come true exactly yes that's a
0: good point well, today we're talking about, um, it's basically a post-mortem concerning the election uh, that occurred only this past Tuesday. This is A Plain Answer. We're going to take a short break. Stay with us.
3: We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Stay with us now for the second half of our program.
0: And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. In the studio with me today, Dr. John Vance. This past week, we had the presidential election, and today's program is devoted to a sort of post-mortem of that election. Uh, we talked about what happened, and uh, now let's um, let me ask you this. What are the consequences of, of what has happened?
1: Well, I think the consequences uh, were evident in his last administration. It's clear that uh, the kind of change that he is rooting for and pushing for is a change that is away from traditional American values in life. Mm hmm. Let, let, let me illustrate some of the immediate consequences though we are facing an economic cliff we We are borrowing forty percent of every dollar we spend from other countries in the world, particularly China and Japan. Every child that is born into this nation into a family, they come in with a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar debt that needs to be paid.
0: And, of course, you're describing the real national debt. That is, when we add to it federal entitlements, that is, the unfunded liabilities of Social Security and Medicare. That's a huge number. Uh, a it's quarter unbelievable. A million dollars mm-hmm.
1: they owe as soon as they're born. Now, we may very well go into a recession because we know that his uh, policies never worked. No. Now he cannot blame Bush this second time around. No, He's running true. on his own record. But the thing is, uh, we could even go for a depression. me let, let me, yes, let, me true. let me say why. The very next day after the election, 52 businesses in this country, some small and some large, announced layoffs. Mm, 52. 52, and that's in one day. Mm. Let me also say that uh, due to Obamacare, many people will never hire any more employees because they will not be able to afford yeah. that health care program, which we now know – is going to double in price very quickly, and and we have socialized medicine, uh, which raises all kinds of questions mm-hmm. about the end of life. Believe me, there is a panel it in does. Washington that will determine to stay within that budget, and people who get into their 80s and 90s are not going to get out. I was just
0: going to say, if you're a senior, you need to be very concerned about Obamacare.
1: No question, because if you need a knee replacement. And and you're over 70 years of mm-hmm. age. You may not get it. Yeah. My wife
0: was talking to a doctor local, and he was sharing with her that if this Obamacare gets fully implemented, he will have to stop practicing medicine. I won't go into the reasons, but um, there was another – you know, we've heard these stories before, and this one struck close to home because it, it was, you know, a friend and a, a –
1: there will a be a great shortage of doctors. There's no question. Some yep. people estimate that there'll be a third less physicians mm-hmm. practicing uh, at the way they are now. Mm-hmm. But you know what scares me more than anything is the, is what the role of America will become vis-a-vis uh, the UN. Oh, oh, that's that that's
0: disgusting to me. Can I use that phrase uh, absolutely be, be, because uh, the day after America reelected Barack Obama. Uh, He's now going after more gun control via the U.N. The U.N. General Assembly's meeting of the First Committee on Disarmament called for a new round of talks in March. And so that so-called global gun grab is in full gear now. Uh, That that disgusts me because um, it's exactly of the Second Amendment, and that protects our liberties.
1: Here's the ostensible problem there. It's under the guise of controlling the international sale of yeah. weapons. Now, that that is a good thing. The problem is, though, that people don't know that that means that the U.N. will be able to reach into America right. Right. into private homes. Yes. And we knew all along, if you didn't, you were blind when he said you cl- you're clinging to your Bibles and your mm-hmm. guns, that he was going after gun owners. Yes, and
0: also... It's not just that. I mean, someday we will do hopefully a plain answer on a UN Agenda 21 and the rules and regulations at the UN level that George Herbert Bush signed off on and flows into uh, down to the lowest levels of town government concerning um, sustainable living and pushing people into hoarding people into small groups uh, yes. and, and out of large areas of land like. Deb and I here live on 3.3 acres. That would be absolutely a no-no. We're going
1: in that direction due to the so-called green movement.
0: Oh, yes. But that's another issue Mm -hmm. altogether.
1: But also world taxation for the poor. Oh, yes. Uh, That's also another matter that we will cooperate with, Mm -hmm. and we will all be paying taxes, Mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, Now, does it ever get to those intended meetings? No, it only enriches uh, these people who are power-hungry at the U.N., And at the higher reaches of the governments mm-hmm. in the various countries. Mm-hmm. That's what, what where we're headed. We're headed toward big, right. big, big, big government at every level and universal government. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no question then. Uh, was, what concerns me about all this is that socialism and big government and statism, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, actually produces moral decline, immorality. Yes, I I feel it's against the
0: scriptures and that's why I'm against it. Um you know, some people try to make me feel guilty by saying, "Oh, you're not in favor of socialism, or at least implying that. And in that is, is the concern for the poor. And of course, as Christians, we're concerned for the poor. But the fact is, we can better help the poor if we don't have to pay all of our money to Washington and we can distribute our own funds as we will as we, at a low level, try to help the poor and through our churches and good Christian organizations try to help the poor.
1: Well, it's not even considered helping the poor unless you give it through the government. Yeah. Let me illustrate. The United Nations lists countries that are the most giving around Mm -hmm. the world. U.S. actually appears very low on that list Mm. for industrial nations because they're only talking about giving through the government. Oh, yeah. What they don't count is all the private giving that this country does. When you do that, we're almost equal to the rest of the world. Just think of Samaritan's Purse for a moment. Right. Uh, what a wonderful organization it gives to many around the world. Right. Think of all the missionaries and the medical doctors. We send out medical teams twice a year from our church. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's it's a major But it's, thing. it's going to dry up private giving because you won't have any money to give. Yeah. Now I'm worried about something and that is Iran. Well, you have a right to be. <sighs> um the
0: more I see and I'm no expert, the more I see it, those people, can I say it, that their 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 management and their leadership, they're crazy. Yes. I, I, I'm telling you, that man over there is crazy. I mean, you don't start saying, I want to wipe Israel off the
1: face of the map, and by the way, don't bother me, I'm I'm making a nuclear bomb. That's nuts. The president represents, though, an even crazier bunch, these mullahs who rule the country oh. behind the scenes. Oh, uh, They not only will have a bomb, but we're doing two things. We're going to continue to distance ourselves from Israel. Which is and, bad. And moreover... Uh, th- we've been doing that, and moreover, yes, we we're not going to be able to stop Iran from getting a bomb, and Israel is going to have to attack to defend I itself. I the at same some way. Point.
0: We didn't talk about this. And I don't know whether mic.
1: we're going to support Israel at this point. I, I
0: don't know either. I know but, I will. What, yeah, I will too. But one thing about it is, um, fortunately, they, they know what they're doing there. The Israel, in terms of defending themselves? They know who Iran
1: is. The, yes, they do. They know how to identify an enemy, and we don't. Absolutely. But religious liberty is a concern to me, Dan. Uh, uh, Socialism and big government always means loss of liberty. And Obamacare flies in the face in a direct way of religious liberty. The Catholic Church has filed in various institutions about 50 or 60 lawsuits. There are Protestant organizations, probably in the hundreds, that have filed lawsuits against this. So if Obamacare is ever to be defeated, it'll be defeated through... Uh, the mandate thing through this. That's one possibility you can hang your head on. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's total implementation.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that's um, some of the consequences. I know this sounds all very negative, but we need to talk about we'll this. Get to so the, well, we'll, we'll get, get to, to the positive. positive. <laughs> <laughs> now,
1: why on earth did this happen? Why did the election swing this way? It, it's obvious from people who who uh, get their news In many sources, in many ways, uh, we realize that we have a corrupt media who covered for Obama. He was never Mm -hmm. vetted the first time. They continue to cover for him this time, and it's unforgivable. Our press is no better than Pravda.
2: Mm. They Mm. are
1: uniformly uh, for big government, Mm -hmm. and they are uniformly uh, for license in the moral realm. Mm-hmm. Remember that on the ticket this time, too, some states voted for marijuana legalizations, oh, that's right. and some states also voted for same-sex marriage. Yes. Don't forget that.
0: Yes. And that reminds me of something. I, I wanted to put this in here someplace, and that is we often do admit that we have a lot in common with our libertarian friends. Mm-hmm. But probably one of the things I don't quite have so much in common is concerning the moral issues where we have the Ten Commandments, and it instructs us that uh, it's wrong to murder. And as Mm -hmm. applied to abortion, therefore, Mm -hmm. it is proper for the civil government to protect the weak among us, namely the baby in the womb. And and I'm not sure that the libertarian candidate would... would, Or same-sex marriage. Or that, too.
1: uh, I, I do believe in freedom all across the board, but there are certain limits. The government has a responsibility to point out uh to pass laws that are didactic, let me say what I mean, that teach us what is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Not everyone gets that. But it's simply wrong to take a life, an innocent mm-hmm. life in the womb. It is simply wrong yeah. to establish in our civil law that two people of the same sex can get married legitimately. Yeah. Moreover, this whole thing is going to lead to many other arrangements Oh, it's a mess. In in marriage, it's yeah. it's very dangerous. Even my chickens understand this. <laughs> I, I tell you. But before the election, I had a
0: call from somebody, and it was a college kid. He was asking me, "Are you going to vote for so and so?" I said, "Well, is she pro-life?" And he started reading the litany of things, and I said, "I'm sorry, but I asked you a question: Is she pro-life?" And he just he just refused to answer my question. I said, "Well," I, and I realize there's women issues here. I said, "Let me just ask you this question." I said, "You're a college kid, right?" Yeah. Yeah, I said, this is this is a sixth grade question, actually. I said, imagine a, a woman has a little baby girl in her womb. Little baby girl. And uh, I said, you know, we've both taken biology. There's a placenta separating uh, the mother from her baby, and, and therefore it's two separate human beings. Do you think it's right to kill that little baby girl in the womb? Don't you think that little baby girl has a right to life? He really had no answer, and I, I think it kind of struck him because he had never heard of it. From that perspective, no, no.
1: But uh, uh, the truth is, uh, with along with the media, our elites are not only liberal, but many of them are godless. Mm. The cheering of having taken God out of the platform of the Democratic Party sent a signal to me that made my spine, uh, if you will, I shiver down my spine. Yes. But another thing that that happened is is. the refusal of uh, many of our citizens uh, to participate, and obviously they're going to continue not to participate. That is a very troubling thing to me. That is a consequential thing. You
0: know, I saw something on Facebook that was uh, representative of a lot of fellow Christian believers, and that is a posting saying that, uh, oh, I couldn't vote for Romney because he's Mormon. And then somebody Mm -hmm. else said, oh, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm of the opinion that tell you the truth, that didn't matter that much to me. Um, if he were to make the right decisions and abide by the rule of law and support our constitutional republic and, and try to at least fix the financial mess, that would have been good enough for me at this point.
1: Uh, at the risk of being too theological and losing people, let me mm-hmm. talk about that just for a moment, if we have time. Yeah, we do. It's um, This is what you would call a categorical uh, fallacy or mistake. And what that means is you don't compare apples with oranges. You don't compare... You compare like with like. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are a lot of Christians, especially evangelical Protestants, who recognize some teaching in Mormonism to be out of the mainstream, uh, to be uh, non-Christian, particularly with respect to the Trinity. So therefore, they didn't vote. Now, here is the the categorical confusion they have confused the kingdom of god with the earthly kingdom they have confused their responsibility as christians to the church mm-hmm. as their responsibility as citizens to the state well put and the reason that they do is that in the citizenship in that realm we belong to two kingdoms in the realm earthly realm we we share in common in general revelation with all of humanity mm-hmm. the 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 rain falls on the just and the unjust. the sun shines on the just and the unjust, and we have a responsibility in that realm as citizens to mm. make it the best, just world we can. We are not voting for a minister or a priest
0: exactly
1: in yeah. the church, I of course would not permit a Mormon teacher no. to preach in the pulpit no. and that would matter. We are defending there. Christian doctrine,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, in the, but in the realm of reason and experience, Mitt Romney can have great logic and reason oh, and sure. experience to govern this country.
0: He, he had demonstrated himself of as course. being able to lead a business, can it's keep very in confusing. the black.
1: It's very very <laughs> frustrating <laughs> it to is. hear people talk about that way.
0: Now I'm looking at the clock here. We have about three minutes left. Um, why don't we uh, start to wrap this up and help us understand from a Christian viewpoint Why we should be encouraged and not
1: discouraged? Well, first of all, God never left the world to itself. He's sovereign and in charge. Mm. He's still the Lord of all. And what happens in life is still under the sovereignty of God. I I can illustrate this from the history of Israel. If you go back to the prophet Habakkuk, Mm -hmm. God revealed to Habakkuk that Judah was going to be punished by the Chaldeans for their sins. And Habakkuk, I can picture him getting on his knees and pleading to God, and he says, oh, Lord, why would you allow a, 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 a and more unrighteous people yeah. punish your people, your mm-hmm. chosen people? And God's response back to him is, I will punish the Chaldeans, too. Hmm. In the meantime, the just shall live by faith mm. Amen. or by faith in God and his sovereignty that's what every christian now needs to understand mm-hmm. uh this thing is not out of control no that is so true it's under the sovereignty of yeah. god <laughs> yeah and, and, and we need to have a belief in providence you know up yes. read abraham lincoln's speech four score and seven years ago our forefathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty i don't know what his personal beliefs were but he did mm-hmm. believe in providence
2: yeah yeah
1: and and people have to realize that god is in charge so we're to
0: be optimistic, actually. I, it, the tendency is to be discouraged. The tendency is to say, oh, there goes America. But no, there's something much more at stake here. Uh, I would be very happy if the Christian gospel advances in the well. next four
1: years. It know? may very well. It may shine. We may be able to see the brightness of the gospel yes. against the darkness of the background. Yes, may it be so. And besides, the historical process will take a turn. It continues to turn and swerve and this way, and God's in charge of it all. We don't know. God is able to pull out a blessing out of something that we think is totally dark. Yeah, it's true. Well, the, the thing that I do want to say is that your strength is the joy of the Lord. Oh, yeah. In times like this, you have to keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, and don't look at the muck and the crud yes. underneath your feet. Yeah. Look well, up. Well put. In the and, meanwhile, you've got to pray, though, for those in authority.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. In closing, I did have this scripture here. It was opened before me in 1 uh, Timothy chapter 2. It does say this, Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable
1: in the sight of God, our Savior. You know, in church and in my daily prayers, I pray for Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. Um, I pray for the governor of the state. I pray for legislatures that they will make good laws. I pray for judges that they will execute justice. And that is the greatest Christian response that we can have. Mm. And when those prayers are gathered up in the name of Jesus Christ, they are presented before the Father and Jesus says, "The Father hears His prayers." Oh, Amen. Let us cry out to the Lord that His goodness and mercy and justice will be manifest in our civil realm. Yes,
0: praise the Lord, and go to church tomorrow.
1: Oh, yes, Amen to that. <laughs> amen Worship to with that. the people of God. Uh, praise uh, His because name. Because the bit, real problem here about those three million evangelicals and Catholics who are mm-hmm. not voting or voting the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Protestants not voting and Catholics voting the wrong way it has to do with teaching. It does. Yeah. It has to do with teaching. You need to be led by competent teachers in good Christian teaching. Yeah. And and, and you just the the Bible then comes alive with it. It does. The Lord said yeah. He appointed teachers in His church. <laughs> That's right. And there is a church contrary to some.
0: <laughs> but with that, we're out of time already. This has been a plain answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. Quick reminder to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer.